With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 514 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. Ben Fadden with you here. It is November 15th, 2023, the day after Peter Seidler unfortunately passed away. Um, Yesterday was a, a difficult day, obviously. For anyone that watched my initial reaction to Peter Seidler passing away and seeing that news, I'll always remember where I was when that news happened. For anyone that saw my live show, my live stream from yesterday, saw I was emotional and I was able to go out to Petco Park later yesterday, last night, and take a couple moments there, sitting there on those stairs. It was a great thing that the Padres put together yesterday, allowing fans to bring flowers and messages and spend some moments on those stairs, home plate gate, with that picture of Peter Seidler there and, you know, all the flowers. Uh, Hours earlier, you Darvish and his wife went up there. While I was there, the Musgrove family paid their respects. So it's still open all the way, I think, through today midnight i don't know if it's still going to be open the rest of the week but hey if that's something that you want to do i definitely i recommend you doing that for sure it was a 
it was a good experience. You know, obviously it was an emotional time being there and heavy hearts. There was a good amount of people, at least when I was there, I was there for probably about an hour. Uh, I didn't think I was going to be there that long, but then had a great conversation with a guy named Manny who came up and was uh, someone that had paid attention to the show. So shout out to him and shout out to uh, others that came up as well. Um, it was just a, a sad night. I saw Rich McGuire there. Shout out to him. He had his Peter Seidler jersey on. And like, I just go around and look at other sports teams. And when I see that Seidler jersey, I'm like, where else in sports do you see someone, the owner's name on there, right? You see Charters fans walking around with Spanos jerseys? No. Do you see Yankees fans walking out there with Steinbrenner? And I'm talking about Hal, Hal Steinbrenner jerseys? No. That's just, you know, Red Sox fans rocking, walking around with John Henry jerseys? No. But Peter Seidler was just different. And he cared about, I'm not saying that those owners don't care, but it just felt like there was no owner in baseball that could sit there and say that they cared, they cared more about the Padres winning, they cared more about their team winning, I should say, than Peter Seidler cared about the Padres winning and cared about human beings and caring about the community, not just being in it for the money. And that's where I go into what should we learn from Peter Seidler? Because obviously it's still emotional. And I'm at the point where I'm not sitting and sobbing like I was yesterday. You know, sometimes it just happens. This isn't fake, right? Uh, this is just fandom, and this is loving someone that cared so much about your favorite franchise, right? Um, but I'm at the point now where, yeah, I'm sad. I'm not going to move on, probably never going to move on. But I'm at the point where I want to have Peter Seidler's legacy, you know, live on and celebrate Peter Seidler, who he was, and talk about the great stories that these writers are writing that I will get into here, uh, these touching things. And it's like, man, be like Peter Seidler. Like, what should we learn from this? Because what would Peter want? He would want us to have more Peter Seidlers in the world. He's not someone that was about himself, but himself, he was a great human being. From everything that I've seen, he was a great soul. Someone that you want involved in your community, representing your city. And I couldn't have been prouder to have Peter Seidler as our chairman, our owner of this San Diego Padres franchise, you know? Um, so yeah, like what should we learn from Peter? I think it's other owners, first off, before just us, just human beings, but other owners around Major League Baseball, what you should take from Peter Seidler, don't do it just for the money. I get it's a business, and you, you want to make money. You're, you need to make money, but don't be in this just for the money. If you're in it just for the money, get the heck out because this is sports. This is bigger than just the money. This isn't just another business. It shouldn't be viewed like just another business, in my opinion. And Peter Seidler didn't view it just as a business. He cared. He cared a lot. Care about your fans. Care about your community. Care most about winning. Go beyond what you think your limits are to try to win. And guess what? Your fan base is going to appreciate that. That's what other owners should learn. 
don't have the mindset of John Fisher, who seems like the anti-Peter Seidler. Have the mindset of someone like Steve Cohen, someone like John Middleton with the Philadelphia Phillies, like Peter Seidler with the Padres. Caring about your fans, trying to win for your city. Sure, might cost you a lot of money. You might have to take out a loan. But your fan base is going to keep showing up because they know that you are trying, that you care. And if you show that you care, it's like Field of Dreams. You build it, they'll come. You build that franchise like the Padres have built this franchise and they brought in this talent. They'll show up. We have showed up. We're going to continue to show up. So as for Peter Seidler and plans at Petco Park, not so sure if there's going to be, because with Tony Gwynn, right, there was that service publicly at Petco. And fans are able to sit in the stands and all that. Don't know if that's going to happen for Peter Seidler. If it does, definitely I will let people know about that if you won't know via social media and all that. So um, we'll see what happens there. That's obviously Peter Seidler's family decision. It's And if they don't want a public thing like that, then okay. Uh, but if there is going to be one like there was for Tony I know that Padres fans are going to show up and really give that Seidler family a lot of love, just like they've given the Seidler family a lot of love in the past 24 hours. Showing up to the memorial at Petco Park with all those flowers and messages. I was listening to Ben and Woods this morning, and Woodsy's talking about his son, Bo, how he wrote a card for Peter, and Woodsy went and dropped it off today at Petco. These fans care. And Peter made a huge impact on young fans, fans my age, 20, early teens, whatever. Older fans that hadn't experienced this type of joy since 98, hadn't experienced this payroll ever, and have a better sense of the history of the Padres than I do. They've been through everything. He connected us all. So I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Peter Seidler already has that mural up, uh, I think, in Little Italy. So props to Ground Floor ground floor Mural, I think, is what the company is. If you haven't seen it, it is, it's great. Yeah, Ground Floor SD on Instagram, at Ground Floor SD. Ground Floor Murals. They made the Musgrove Mural. I think they've made some other murals around town as well. Uh, but yeah, it just says, thank you, Peter Seidler, 1960 to 2023 with Peter Seidler shining. And they made that last night. Just, it's been amazing to see this, the support from the San Diego community for Peter. And he deserves it just like he deserved a championship. One day it will come. Like I said yesterday, one day a championship will come. Just don't know when it is, but he definitely deserves it. I wanted to talk about the human being side now like i hit on owners what should we learn from peter seidler be kind you don't know what other people are going through so don't judge other people without knowing what they're what they're going through you know uh show empathy love one another don't take one another for granted support charity support Others, when you can, support those that aren't as fortunate as you are when you can. 
when you might have a down moment in your life, what would Peter Seidler do? He would say, well, I'm actually doing probably pretty good in comparison to other people. And in the 2024 season, when the Padres go on a losing streak, are we going to be pissed off? Probably. But what would Peter Seidler do? What did he do this past season? He tried to stay optimistic about it. And that's what I'm going to do. Now, I know, I think when the season was spiraling, right, out of control this past season, I said, you know, next year, I'm not going to sit here and be uh, be like, oh, they'll turn it around. It's all right. But I don't know. I mean, with with Peter passing, I feel like I got to, I've got to honor him by doing that. You know, I feel like I'm one of those glass half full Padres fans. Like it's, you know, they'll turn it around. Like just because I want to believe that things will turn around. So I think I will always have that optimism for the most part in me. And that will show some fans might not like that, but that's, I guess that's just who I am. Um, If next season doesn't start out well, I'm going to be like, well, all of these games matter. They need to turn it around. But I'll probably try to look at some things glass half full, maybe more than I would have. Um, just because, like, what would Peter do? And, and Peter's going to be at the forefront of our minds, I think. This next season, it's going to be emotional. I think opening day is going to be emotional. We thought opening day, the home opener, I should say, was already going to be emotional. With Bob Melvin returning and maybe some other Padres on that Giants team returning. But now, I mean, it just adds on a whole nother thing there. So, yeah, I mean, with Peter, he taught us to, you know, do the right thing. Glass half full, not glass half empty, which I feel like people, sometimes including myself, might look at some things glass glass half empty. But I'm going to, I know I'm going to try to look at more things glass half full uh, than I already do. And I hope that others will join me in that as well. Um, yeah, you know, care about others. Don't just care about yourself. Be kind to one another. It doesn't hurt. I'm sure we all heard this saying uh, in school or when we were younger, like treat others how you want to be treated. I mean, I think that's the way that Peter Seidler went about his life for sure. Um, and I think walking into Petco Park a lot this next season, I'm probably going to be stopping by some some of those that are less fortunate than I am. Man, I'm I'm so thankful for my situation, what I have in life, thankful for my family, thankful for my support system, thankful for all of you, thankful for little things, food, water, being able to do things for work that I love. You know, I'm thankful for a lot. And there are a lot of people that are less fortunate than I am. Um, And so I'll probably be walking into Petco Park a lot this next season and talking to some of those that are on the streets. And if I'm not talking, giving a gesture like, or just saying, saying something as little as, I hope you have a great rest of your night, great rest of your day. You know, you have five bucks, you have a hot dog that 
you didn't finish, you have some chips you didn't finish. I think a, a little can go a long way for some people that are less fortunate, you know, and just spreading kindness. That's what Peter Seidler would want. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of things that we can learn from him. And, um, yeah, his legacy is going to live on for sure. No doubt about that. And I wanted to move into some of the great things that are being said here about Peter Seidler, some of the stories. Um, in the San Diego Union Tribune, there's a lot of good stuff that's being said there. I know Dennis Lynn in The Athletic wrote a piece. Um, listening to the radio, Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, uh, John Schaefer, Jim Russell, San Diego Sports 760, Darren Smith, Marty Caswell, Woodsy, Ben, Contera, just everyone. There's a lot of good things that are being said. And social media sometimes can be a negative place, but I've seen a lot of positive things on there. And I'm happy to be seeing that. Buster Only, he wrote a piece in uh, ESPN today on ESPN. And part of it involved Trey Turner and Peter Seidler. Before this past season, you know, in the offseason, we knew that the Padres were interested in signing Trey Turner, giving him a long-term contract. Former Padre in the organization before the Padres dealt him, you know. And Peter wanted him. He was willing to go more than what he offered. The Padres offered more to Trey Turner than he, than he got from the Phillies. He ended up signing with the Phillies. He wanted to sign with the Phillies. But I'm going to read this here. I posted this on social media at Talking Friars, and Buster says here, when Trey Turner made his final decision to sign with the Phillies over the Padres, he felt he owed it to Seidler to call him directly, and the shortstop braced for the response. But Seidler worked to make Turner feel better, warmly and graciously accepting his decision, offering some parting words that reflected the perspective of someone who had been in a love affair with baseball his whole life. We're in this together, Turner said Seidler told him, to grow this great game. Some owners might have been pissed off at Trey Turner, might have never spoke to him again, but Peter showed to Trey Turner how much he wanted to win for San Diego, and Trey Turner appreciated that. And I, that makes me love Trey Turner. You know, him feeling like he owed it to Peter to, to call him directly, tell him his decision. And this wasn't, you know, Trey Turner signing with the Phillies over the Padres was not anything like, oh, I don't like Peter Seither or anything like that. It was any... It was nothing like that for, for Trey Turner. I mean, I don't want to speak for him, but that's sure what this, this story seems like here. He appreciated what Peter Seidler did, was doing here for the city of San Diego. He just had his mindset on where he wanted to go. So it was nothing against the Padres, but that's just a great story that I saw from Buster Only involving Trey Turner, showing the type of person, again, that Peter Seidler was. And I love this from Bryce Miller who I'm going to try to have on the show. We'll see what happens with that. But Peter here, this is a story about Peter. And this is Bryce Miller in the UT. I recommend you go check out the Union Tribune and what they have going there honoring Peter Seidler. Miller writes here, Darkness had swallowed up the 7-Eleven along Mission Boulevard in Pacific Beach. It was after 11 p.m. on a weeknight when the tourists scatter and those without homes turn up collars and blankets to fend off the bracing ocean cold. 
Mixing among them was the owner of a Major League Baseball team who at the time was the face of the $1.5 billion Seidler Equity Partners. While others scrambled to other sidewalks and parts of the street, Peter Seidler began conversations offering compassion and empathy. He snapped up hot dogs for men sitting on the sidewalk out front, the forgotten and disconnected. That's who Peter was. A lot of late night walks. And Bryce Miller said here in this article that he went on those walks a little bit with Peter. Didn't tell people about it. Respect it. Like Peter, I believe Peter said in here that he wanted it to remain anonymous, didn't want it out there. But now that Peter's gone, you know, Bryce wants to spend, you know, spread, I should say, that positivity. Um, but yeah, late night, 11 p.m. on 7 11, getting hot dogs and giving it to the homeless. Thinking about others. There's plenty of owners in sports, rich people. 11 o'clock at night, maybe they'd be partying. Maybe they'd just be sitting in their big mansion, um, going to sleep in you know their huge bed. But Peter was just different. A great human being. Someone that cared about others. And I don't even know if, if I was talking with Peter right now and I said, you treated people the way you wanted to be treated. I don't even know if he would respond like, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing this for myself. I'm not treating people the way I want to be treated. I'm just treating people the way I think people should be treated, if that makes sense. Because maybe some people are like, no, I'm going to treat someone good, hoping that something good comes back to me in return. But I think Peter would probably say, no, I just treated others well, less fortunate, as fortunate. Padres fans, whoever, I just treated you just because I treated you well because you're another human being. That's why I wasn't expecting something great back in return. I just did it because that's the right thing to do. So again, going back to what we should learn from Peter, do the right thing, not do something for the money or because you want something, but do it just because that's the right thing to do. So Peter, love you. Seidler family, love you. Like I said the other day, that championship's going to come, and Peter's hopefully going to be smiling on down when that day comes. No doubt it's going to come at some point. We'll see. We'll see when it comes. Um, but, yeah, that's that's when I, when I, I wanted to start this show off with that. Um, and there's, there's, there's obviously some really positive messages that I could go through here. I should spotlight you Darvish's message here, and I'm going to get to that here right now. My heart hurts with the unfortunate news of Peter Seidler's passing. I'm sure everyone that knew him would agree with me when I say Peter was a truly wonderful human being, and being in his presence was always a blessing. He was a teacher of life and taught me countless lessons from all the interactions we had. May his beautiful soul rest in peace. And again, Darvish was someone that went to that memorial at Petco uh, yesterday with his wife, had a Darvish jersey on and paid their respects. And I have so much respect for Darvish. And I know respect is a big thing where he came from. But I still, it's still, you know, it still puts a smile on your face to see a player do that. You know, 
to see the Musgrove family out there. And I'm sure there's some other people in the Padres organization that went out there and it's not being publicized. Um, the picture that I posted of me yesterday, that was not me. I, I didn't ask anyone to take a picture. That was just someone that knew who I was and they took a picture, sent it to me. Um, and I appreciate that. Now, and I wanted to post it because not because of me, but to continue to spread, spread the message of like what I was thinking in that moment, to be grateful, to be grateful of what Peter did for San Diego. That's what I hope a lot of Padres fans are thinking to be, and just spread the message of that one word, grateful, being grateful of what you have. Sometimes we can get wrapped up in, oh man, that person has way more than I have. They're more successful than I am. Or I wish I was able to have that life. Be grateful for the life that you have. And because there's there's other people that are not as fortunate as us, right? So I know I keep rambling probably and saying the same thing, but that's just the main thing I wanted to talk about here on this show. Um, now, Blake Snell, this was recorded before Blake Snell officially won the Cy Young. That's going to be announced at 3 p.m. Pacific time, I believe, on MLB Network here, uh, Wednesday here, November 15th. I think Garrett Cole is going to win for the AL, Snell for the National League. And I just wanted to hit on Blake Snell. It's hard to transition from Peter Seidler, but I think Peter Seidler would be proud, is proud of what Blake Snell did this season for the Padres and really tried his best to help this Padres team. You know, end of the year, not going to make the postseason. He could have stopped. But he kept going and had a six war, two two five ERA, thirty two starts, one hundred eighty innings, two hundred thirty four punch outs. Sure, was he motivated by free agency? Probably was. And if that's what his motivation was, okay. But it sure seemed like he loved the fans. I remember this one moment from Blake Snell, and I'm reflecting because I don't think he's coming back. But with Blake, there was this one time. I think it was this past season during a, the Nationals series. Maybe it was 2022 because I think Nelson Cruz was still at the Nats. So, yeah, year before. And it was against the Nationals, Sunday day game, and Snell's out there for an hour probably, hour plus, taking pictures, signing autographs for fans down the right field line where you know that there's that line up the stairs. He was there for a long time doing that. And his interviews with Don and Mud, and just the personality that he had, he seemed like another guy that was a positive influence in that Padres clubhouse. So I don't think that the Padres, I don't think it would be best for the Padres to give a ton of money to Blake. But there are some good memories that we have of Blake Snow with the Padres. And as long as he's not in the National League, National League West specifically, right? Wish him well. Definitely personally wish him well. I don't think he's coming back, but he deserves this Cy Young Award. He earned it. Heck of a year. It just stinks that the Padres weren't able to do anything with it. They weren't able to make the postseason. And obviously, more importantly, like not being able to do anything in what ended up being Peter's final year on this planet with us as the chairman of the San Diego Padres, right? That's the big thing. Because he's invested so much, the fans so much time spent there, and things just didn't go the Padres' way. 
And I think some players are probably going to be looking back. What could I have done better in 2023? You know, in hindsight, knowing what was at stake. In hindsight, knowing this was the last year for Peter Seidler. Could I have done more, right? Uh, the regret. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it has crossed people in that Padres organization. And hopefully they never have to go through that again. They don't have to regret anything because they give their full effort. They try their hardest when things aren't working to change what they're doing. If there's relationships that aren't great, go discuss it and try to fix things in the moment right there instead of just being okay with things not being okay uh, because you never know if that's going to be your last time or your best chance to win, right? So hopefully 2024 is going to be a much better season. We'll see what happens with Blake Snell, but uh, ahead of Blake Snell winning the NL Cy Young tonight, yes, congratulations to him. He definitely deserves it, um, and he's going to get paid in free agency for sure. Don't know how involved the Padres are going to be on that. I know he just rejected the qualifying offer. Same thing with Josh Hader. I'll admit it does feel weird talking about players on this team and not talking about Peter Seidler. Um, that That's just something that's going to happen today. Blake Snow winning the Cy Young, so I just wanted to hit on that. Not gonna, I don't want to make it seem like that's the main focus that I'm at. It's definitely not. I just know that's something that's coming up. Main focus, obviously, is on Peter Seidler, and that brings me into what happened at Viejas Arena. San Diego State yesterday, I believe there was a moment before the game where they honored Peter Seidler, J.D. Wicker. He had his press conference with the media a little bit earlier in the day on Tuesday, and he started that out expressing his condolences and hitting on Peter Seidler there for a moment. So that was a nice thing for him to do before he got into talking about the football program, the head coach search, and all of that. But yeah, like Peter Seidler is at the forefront of San Diegans' minds right now, regardless of if it's Padres, San Diego State. That's just how it is. That's how much of an impact he had on this city, no doubt about that. Ted Leitner. I was walking home from the uh, going to the memorial at Petco Park, and I was listening to Uncle Teddy calling the Aztecs game. Aztecs, they're able to win this game 88 76 over Long Beach, Long Beach State. He had some things to say about Peter Seidler during that broadcast. So that was cool uh, of Ted to mention that. Obviously, Ted Leitner, a long history calling Padres games, and I'm sure he had a heavy heart yesterday. But yeah, San Diego State. They get that 88 to 76 win. They're two and one. Both of their wins came at Viejas Arena. Much better shooting day for San Diego State. Feels weird talking about a game after what just happened with Peter Seidler, but I think what he wants is Peter, he wants people to be happy. And I think, at least for some fans, you know, they got to have a little bit of a smile on their face yesterday seeing San Diego State get that win. Um, Micah Parrish, 5 for 10. Reese Waters made three threes. Lamont Butler, a couple threes. They made nine threes on the night, which was a little bit better than how they did against BYU. 
They had the lead at halftime, up by 8, 47, 39. They outscored Long Beach State 41, 37 in the second half, and that's how they're able to get that 12-point win. And uh, I agree with Uncle Teddy. Uncle Teddy on the radio broadcast was talking about how, yeah, it was kind of disrespectful, San Diego State not being ranked. You know, they were ranked, what, 17th to start the year. They lose to BYU, a tough road game. There were some injuries for San Diego State. And they made it to the Final Four National Championship game this past year. There are some teams that lost that were ranked, and they're still ranked. But San Diego State, they dropped all the way out of the top 25. I was definitely with Uncle Teddy there when he was saying that. Um, I think one loss at BYU should be okay and allow San Diego State to at least still be a little bit ranked. But at the end of the day, that doesn't matter. What matters is what they do in the Mountain West, what they do in the tournament, the making the tournament. They're going to have a tough non-conference schedule leading into conference play, obviously, coming up. You know, they're going to be playing in Vegas, playing some Power 5 schools there. They've got Gonzaga later, I think in December. And then the Mountain West, it's... It's uh, it, it seems like it's always a tough conference. There's, there's teams there at the top, especially on the road. They're going to give you tough tests. So can't wait to see what happens here with San Diego State. Obviously, a lot of heavy hearts there at Vegas Arena yesterday. But yeah, San Diego State, they get that win. And next up for San Diego State is going to be a matchup against St. Mary's. And then they play Cal. Point Loma Nazarene, UC San Diego, Grand Canyon, UC Irvine, St. Catherine, and then they've got Stanford, Gonzaga, and then into conference play. So I thought they played better in comparison to how they played against BYU, and we'll see what they can do coming up to try to get their third win of the year. That game is going to be on Friday the 17th at 6.30. Again, that is against St. Mary's, but... A good, a good win over Long Beach State, who I believe was picked to finish second in their conference. So it was a good night there at VAS Arena. A win that hopefully, you know, made some people's nights a little bit better. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. All right. That's going to do it here, episode. 514 Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. Check social media one more time to see if there's any updates, anything I want to add here. Uh, I'm seeing an alert from MLB Trade Rumors saying that the Padres, Dodgers, and Giants interested in Blake Snow. I don't want to get too much into that because it just doesn't feel right right now to to get too in-depth into possible player additions maybe that's something for tomorrow as we get a little bit further away it just feels weird and again hopefully everyone understands like my main point today my main focus was on peter seidler it's still on peter seidler um at some point business will have to go on and we'll see how blake snell um what he gets in free agency. Will the Padres bring him back? I don't think that he will, but I don't think that the Padres will, I should say. But I know that Peter Seidler would want the Padres to keep trying, keep building a contender. Job's not done. Job's not finished. Disappointing year this past season. Let's go go win it for Peter in 2024. I think that's what he would want. You know, sure, mourn grieve but then get back at it try as hard as you can to win so that we can experience that joy that we've never felt in our lifetimes right so thank you everyone for listening for watching i appreciate the support hopefully i i've been able to be someone that is there for those that don't have a ton of people to talk to about uh the padres and this passing of peter seidler this sad passing If you have any more thoughts, feel free to leave them in the comments. Feel free to give them on social media. You can find me at Talking Friars. Um, And I'll be back. There's obviously going to be a lot to talk about. But still, heavy hearts today. And wishing the best for for Peter's family. No doubt about that. Everyone, have a, a great rest of your day. As good as you can. As good as you can make it. And be more like Peter Seidler.